Hello, and welcome back to the Elysian Wine Club podcast. It's your host, Samantha Ray. You will notice there's no intro music today. There's no formal intro. uh, And that's for a very specific reason. I'll tell you about that in a second. But today's episode is just me. I'm sitting on my office floor on my poof, and I'm doing a little bit of a recap of 2023. But what I wanted to do is... um, This podcast is going to be less about wine, more about where I'm moving with the Elysian Wine Club, and um, a little bit more about me. And I guess the funny thing is, is that this, I'm creating this episode in more of a cathartic way, I think. Uh, There's a way in which when, you know, we have all these ideas floating around in our head, right? It's, 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 it's great to write them down to get them sort of out of this space of like non-existence and into existence. Um, but for me, if you can't tell already, speaking is also one of those ways in which um, I really speak those ideas out loud and it also brings an accountability. So that being said, let's just kind of start. Why, why did I start a Legion Wine Club podcast? So The reason I started this podcast was meant to be, you know, I thought, well, oh my goodness, you guys, we're going to go back. If you are with me or with me, if not, that's cool. Uh, What I also want to say is the reason I'm going to, the reason we share anything at all, I think, um, especially from a place of somewhat vulnerability, uh, like a podcast, just, I mean, I'm not being extremely vulnerable, but I'm sharing things about my life and about my business and the things I believe is the reason I do this is that so maybe obviously the point is to either help touch inspire somebody else so that being said this episode is kind of random but we're going with it so why did I start the Legion Wine Club in general now I guess what you have to know is if you've been listening to this podcast or if you've been following me you know my you know a little bit about my background. But so again, for those of you who know me, you've probably heard me say this so many times. But if you haven't and you're new to me, the way that I approach wine and and business and all of these things, um, it really all started for me uh, on a trip to Italy when I was a young adult. Um, It's I was just absolutely transformed by this really beautiful cultural experience that I had never seen in North America before. And um that really kind of gave me a glimpse into what the world of wine and culture and food and how that all interacted, which I didn't understand before. So um, I have, I think, I think some of my intro podcast, intro the intro to the podcast has a little bit more about that or on my website or all of the things. Um, I talk about it a lot. I'm not going to go into too much depth about that. But the reason I want to say that is because the reason I got into this industry was because I felt a real depth of inspiration and lifestyle around wine. Wine, not alcohol just to be consumed, but as a part of this lifestyle that I really, really admired. And I think that that's a, that's a really cool thing about wine that we can't say about some, you know, other beverages or, or other things or other maybe even food, well, specific foods in the world, right? Whereas, you know, as you know, I want to say something and then I'm going to go back on myself. In general, you know, as if a loaf of bread is generally made the same from place to place, 
That being said, of course, there's varieties in flour and humidity uh, and the way you cook and all of that. But but the point I'm making is that the ver- the amount of variety of grapes and history and culture, um, everything from spiritual culture to like uh, proper cultural history, like I've done that episode as well. These are all these, I've been talking about all of these things because they're the things that inspire me about wine. And I think there's a way in which Wine is this really unique substance that brings together all of these cultural, historical, all of these things. So, you know, I've spent 15 years exploring the wine industry. I've done formal education. I've done informal education. I've learned on the job. I have put myself in lots of situations where I knew nothing and I learned from the bottom up, including, you know, making wine, making cider, which is very similar in how you would make wine. Um, and, you know, I've put, and, and, and I've put so much, I've, I've really like dedicated so much of my life to this thing. I came to a place last year and again, right, like events and sharing wine and all in everything I do, I, I, I love to create new things and I love to share about the things that I know and the things that I'm passionate about, um, which really comes through this vessel of wine. Now, I've got to this point, right, 15 years in, I, I am done working for other people. I am of the personality and type that I am at the end of my rope in ha- if I, I guess the end of my rope f- with corporate culture um, and these really rigid ways of living. Um, it really just doesn't suit my lifestyle um, and it doesn't suit who I am. And so I have been, since really the pandemic hit, set out to go on this path of entrepreneurship, knowing, knowing that it's the only it it seems like the only way through for me. Uh, there's nothing else that, and it's not about making money on my, it's just about f- valuing freedom and valuing all of these things that like, right? We can really say, that's why I've said in my previous intros, like this is the Elysian lifestyle. This is the Elysian lifestyle. It's this idea of this freedom, based, uh, connection, dreaming, creativity, romance. This is the world I want to live in. This is the world I want to create. And so, you know, jumping into entrepreneurship meant, okay, how, what are the ways in which I can share this thing that I feel like I want to share? And so it really morphed into doing events, which I've loved. And I know some of you who are listening have come to many of my events, uh, really just sharing wine in a different way, non-formal settings, my home, cafes, my back deck, and just really getting intimate and sharing things that I just feel like are not shared in the wine industry in general. This really intimate experience. And so through all of that, you know, th- it was really this I, this inspiration that the Elysian Wine Club should be born. And, and you know, you only, I, I think when you are someone who operates from a place of you really, um, I guess, 
you operate your life on this idea that <laughs> I need to be inspired to do anything. Like I, I can't just go and do something. There needs to be some inspiration, some purpose behind it. And so, you know, I'm now created this Elysian Wine Club. So basically what I'm trying to say is I've created this to be this, I wanted this online or I want this online platform to share about wine and to share about this wine lifestyle idea with you. Now, I had an idea when I started this, what that was going to look like. And the podcast was meant to be sort of to augment it, right? Uh, I have a voice. I like speaking. <laughs> I, like, I like talking to y'all. And um, I, 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 it was just meant to be this piece, especially this piece that I could start before I really did any like online classes and all of these things. And, um, I've taken all these business courses and all of this stuff, but the cool thing about it is everybody is that this has been my most favorite thing that I've done last year. I mean, building the foundation of this business and like, or the foundation of this idea, this business um, the podcast has become my most favorite thing and it's become the thing in which people have been interacting with me the most. I know I realize I haven't been doing events if you live in actual proximity to me, but it's it's funny, you know, you never really know the outcome or, you know, you re- really never know what the outcome is going to be when you set out on something. And so... That all being said, I've been kind of met with this um, this idea that, again, so you guys, this is like, this is just catharsis for me right now. <laughs> I'm giving myself a little therapy through this. But what I've really come to realize, and maybe some people resonate, is that I have my little notebook here too, because like I, I've written down a bunch of notes about all of these thoughts about business. And I have this note and it says, I know I'm meant to be an entrepreneur, but I'm not meant to build a business. And what I mean by that is every time I go back to a business course and following a model for online education or online or how to execute um, a membership. And I'm not saying that I don't want to do any of those things, but what, or that I might not, or that I might it's not that I won't necessarily do not do those things. Sorry, that was a bit tongue-tied. But you, you get me, you get me. Um, is that I just really feel very strongly that I'm meant to share with you in a much more creative and artistic expression rather than in a traditional business model. And I think that that's why this podcast has been so great, not only for me, but all of you have like, I, I've i been amazed at what people have, you know, how many people are listening. Not that it's crazy, right? Like, I, I don't have a huge following on any other social media. I had, I've only done one um, episode with someone else, which, you know, would be shared uh, that way. And I'm, I'm still very impressed at the amount of people who are resonating, sending me messages. And, and it's just a really good sort of recalibrate for me to say, oh, okay, here, here is something. And the more I dive into the creative artistic expression of all of this, the more it feels right. This idea that 
you know, creativity is the highest manifestation of the divine nature. That's like one of my favorite quotes ever. And I am not a religious person. When I say divine nature, it's universe, God, whatever, who, whatever you believe spiritually, if you even believe spiritually. But what we do know is that creativity is something that is, it's uniquely human um, and, and or like connected to the spiritual world. But creativity is very unique and it's uniquely human and we all have the ability to create everything. So I've gone on this deep dive and part of the reason I've kind of, or I mean, I think part of the reason I've landed here is because I've supposed to have landed here, but I've come across a few other creatives and business owners, let's say, or like entrepreneurs who base their business, who are more artists, than they are business owners. And I don't know, how can wine be art? We don't know yet. We are going to figure that out. But um, people like, uh, I've been obsessed. If you follow me, I've reposted some of her podcasts. Gabriella Rosie, um, she's an artist and she is just, um, anyways, she's very, very inspiring. Uh, as soon as I came across her content, I went, yeah, that resonates. Um, Rick Rubin, if you don't know who Rick Rubin is, or you don't have his new book, if you're interested in creativity in any way, uh, his new book is incredible. It's called The Creative Act, A Way of Being. I think I got that right. It's right about just like that. Um, but really it's, it's, it's given me so much freedom in the fact that I don't want to follow somebody else's structure. I don't want to follow someone else's structure on how a uh, wine education business is done. Now, that might be really funny to say, but like, honestly, that's all out there. You can go find wine courses. I don't want to invent the next best wine course. That's not what I'm here to do, but I am here to share about wine in a different way and to give it a new perspective and potentially a new voice. I mean, that might be... Um, you know, that's a, that's a big thing to say, but why not, right? Why not? So if you're still with me, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I wanted to pop back um, and talk about two things that I was, that kind of came up as I was talking. One was, I told you I was going to tell you why um, I don't have an intro today. And if you've listened to all my podcasts, you realize that like almost all of them have different intros. And that was actually really on purpose. Uh, there's a way in which trial and error works better than anything we can like think up in our mind, right? So to actually, I made a whole bunch of different intros based on how I was feeling and how I wanted to portray the podcast as a whole. And I haven't gone back and changed any because I also think it's interesting for me to go back and listen. But the reason is, is because I'm still trying to figure out what that is. I'm still trying to figure out the essence. We don't know the essence of things until we really start to create and start to get into things, right? So um, I think I'm going to, I've kind of come to a place where I have uh, an intro that I like to use at least for the beginning of 2024. Also, if, you, if you're going to follow me, just never expect me to be the same at any point in time because I, I change, I change fast. Um, but uh, that being said, that's why there was, I just didn't bother doing an intro today because I don't, I don't know if it has purpose right now. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to just touch on was the idea of like 
intimacy um, and how I was just talking about, you know, when I was doing all of these events, I think the biggest thing that I love or like the, the thing that I thought was the most transformative for both me and other people was that it was intimate. And what I love about this podcast is that it is intimate, right? It's you, it's me, it's your headphones, maybe it's somebody else in your car, but it's this very intimate experience. And I love podcasting. Like I love, I mean, like I love consuming podcasts. Like I listen to multiple a week, like, and some of them, but like, I'm like obsessed with Mel Robbins. I'm obsessed with Jay Shetty. I'm obsessed with Huberman. Like all of these people who, um, you know, it's this really intimate way to learn about things. And I have learned so much through podcasts. Like I have learned a I learn I maybe, maybe that says something to our learning styles that we teach in the same way that we learn. I don't know. I'm making shit up now. But anyways, I digress. I wanted to touch on those two things. Um so I want to do two other things today. So again, if you're still with me, I love you. Thank you. First, I want to talk a little bit more about creativity just because it's something that's really firing me up. I'm actually going to read you an excerpt from Rick Rubin's book. Um because it's just such, I think it's just so beautiful. Yeah. And it's resonating with me. So I'm going to read it. And if it resonates, cool. And then the next, then I want to just talk about a little bit, touch on 2024 and, and where I'm going. And I want to get some of your feedback. So since we're on this theme of creativity, I want to read you sort of the beginning of Rick Rubin's book. Um, I think it's really powerful. It's kind of what I was touching on before about you know, creativity really being this like very high manifestation of the divine nature. Um, everybody's a creator. So here we go. I'm going to read it in two parts here. Those who do not engage in the traditional arts might be weary of calling themselves artists. They might perceive creativity as something extraordinary or beyond their capabilities, a calling for the special few who are born with these gifts. Fortunately, this is not the case. Creativity is not a rare ability. It is not difficult to access. Creativity is a fundamental aspect of being human. It is our birthright and it is for all of us. Creativity doesn't exclusively relate to making art. We all engage in this act on a daily basis. To create is to bring something into existence that wasn't there before. It could be a conversation, the solution to a problem a note to a friend, the rearrangement of furniture in a room, a new route home to avoid a traffic jam. What you make doesn't have to be witnessed, recorded, sold, or encased in glass for it to be a work of art. Through the ordinary state of being, we're already creators in the most profound way, creating our experience of reality and composing the world we perceive. A tuned choice by a tuned choice. Your entire life is a form of self-expression. You exist as a creative being in a creative universe, a singular work of art. End quote. So I guess that's my sermon of the day. Um, and then I wanted to, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm loving that. I hope that that resonates with you. Um, just to think about, yeah, how we can be more creative. And the more creative we are, the more fulfilling, you know, our life becomes because we create that reality. Okay, sermon over. Now, 
Um, okay, where are we going with the podcast in 2024? So, uh, I don't know if anybody has uh, created a vision board or like their New Year's resolutions. I don't know how much I believe in some of this stuff, but uh, girl loves a vision board, so we definitely do that. Um, <laughs> just because like visuals are so fun. Uh, but I, I, I did choose this year, um, I did choose like a word. I don't know if anybody else does therapy, but in therapy, you know, I was um, encouraged to choose a word for the year, something you want to work on. And I, and I actually really loved this. It's something like that can be very simple. So anyways, I, of course, can't follow any rules. So one word wouldn't do, but I wasn't going to do a sentence, but it's a phrase. So mine is focused attention, focused attention on the things that I want to complete with. So let I guess the tagline under that is with no uh, focused attention on the things I want to achieve, uh, with no um, the outcome, with no idea what the outcome actually is, but knowing where I'm wanting to go. So that being said, the podcast is going to be my main focus for 2024 as far as getting information to you, doing interviews, doing new fun uh, content related to wine and lifestyle with wine and food. And so, um, I already have like three really cool guests lined up. I'm not going to say who, I mean, it's okay. I'm not big enough that that's going to matter to anyone anyways, but, um, I have some guests lined up. We're going to talk about, um, some guests in the wine industry, some other food entrepreneurs. So some really cool stuff coming up. Um, but I also want to hear from you. So if you're listening, uh, if you want to just DM me on Instagram or uh, send me an email. If, if anybody is listening and you are, maybe you're in the wine industry or maybe you're interested in wine or something that you feel like fits into what I'm saying, this Elysian lifestyle, and you want to be on the podcast, reach out. I like, I would love that. So please reach out if you feel, or if there's anything or anyone you think you'd love to hear and love to hear me interview. And these are the skills I'm going to hone this year. So um, we're going full, full on with the podcast. If you are in close proximity to me here in Saskatoon, um, I do have a few events up my sleeve also. So stay tuned for those. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, what else What else can I leave you with? Um, I'm very excited for 2024. I have a feeling it's going to be a really good year. So I guess to everybody who's listened um, and engaged with me over this podcast, thank you so much. I hope you all had a wonderful holidays and break and a happy new year. And until next time, bye-bye.